Episode 166, Are You Spending Too Much Time Together? Welcome to How to Glow, where we get real about building the marriage of your dreams. I'm certified coach Kayla Levin, and I help married Jewish women go from surviving and overwhelmed to thriving and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Hi, friends. I'm excited to talk to you about this topic. I've had this conversation individually with a bunch of people, but I don't think we've discussed it on the podcast before which is that you might be spending too much time together with your husband. This is a crazy thought. I'm really happy to be addressing this right after the holidays because I think that's one of the times that this might be coming up for people because without our normal work schedules, we don't have that normal structure. And what I often find, sometimes couples find this out. They figure it out for themselves. Couples who've been married longer, 10, 20 years might not still be having this this issue, but especially newly married couples and sometimes couples who just have a strong idea of what a happy couple is supposed to look like, quote unquote, but supposed to. They think that if they really loved each other, they just always want to be together, right? By the way, those of you who are moms, be interesting to check in with yourself. Do you think that a mom who loves her kids always wants to be with her kids too? That's very interesting. And I want you to know that a happy couple doesn't have to always want to be together. They don't have to always want to enjoy each other's company. A happy couple is allowed to want alone time, to want space, to prefer the company of somebody else sometimes. That's fine. (laughs) Professor Ali Finkel from Northwestern University gives this great metaphor of climbing a mountain. In earlier times, we were low on the mountain. We didn't need a lot of oxygen when you're just playing around the bottom of Everest. You you don't need any, any, any oxygen to help you be there, which means that if your expectations for your marriage were very low, so no problem. And now we expect to be able to climb Everest in our marriages. We expect to have our our partner, our our advisor, our intimate partner, our best friend, our comedian, our coach, like all rolled up into one person who is our spouse. And yet we're not necessarily putting in the, the super investment that would be required for that kind of relationship. So what I want to offer you in light of that is that we don't have to be at the top of Everest, right? Most of us are going to be really high up the mountain. And sometimes we're actually rolling in more than what is within the context of a marriage. Meaning if I need some social time, it doesn't have to be with my husband. And what what will happen is that the more you're looking for it in the wrong place, and then you're not getting it because what you're really wanting is like this social energy, but your relationship with your husband is very specific. What you'll find happening is one or the other of you or both of you is going to start getting frustrated. Okay. And I want you to check in with yourself. Is this because I'm just spending too much time with my spouse? I teach marriage as having three components. There's your thoughts about yourself, your thoughts about the other, and your thoughts about the relationship between you. And the thing is that the way you feel about your relationship comes from your thoughts about it. That's component number three, right? So if I think we're strong, I'm going to feel confident. And what we try to do is we try to act like what we think a strong marriage looks like, thinking that that will change our thinking so that then we get to feel better. But that's not how it works. The way you're acting doesn't change your 
thinking. In fact, the way you're acting comes from your thinking. If I think that we're not a strong, solid couple, then I'm going to start acting that way, even if I'm spending more time with him. So it's so fascinating how we have to come back to mindset every single time. And you can believe that you have a super strong, solid relationship, even if you aren't spending that much time together. In fact, I remember distinctly having a client very early on when I was coaching whose husband was deployed. And how does she work on having this strong, solid relationship with a husband who's not even in the country, right? And that is work you can absolutely do because whether he's in the country or not isn't actually what's contributing, okay? And I'm not saying it's only about your thoughts about the relationship because there's also what's coming up for you about yourself as a wife and your thoughts about him, right? And is there a baseline of the amount of communication that we need to have? For sure. But most of us are riding a little higher than that baseline. We don't need to worry about that. Most of us think that we actually need more than what we really do to be maintaining a healthy relationship. And as like a kind of a side note, this very much goes into if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're nervous because you're not getting in that weekly date night that you were told is like, the first of the 613 mitzvahs, like you absolutely have to get in that weekly date. I just want to tell you that you want to do what feeds your relationship. And sometimes what feeds your relationship is finding a ritual in the morning or a really good check-in or going for one great date once a month, right? Think about what's really working for your relationship because if it was a halacha that you had to go on a date once a week with your spouse, it would be written there. Okay, <laughs> that's just my side note on that whole topic. Let's also talk about introverts and extroverts, because this is super relevant when it comes to spending too much time together. So for those of you who are new to the idea of introverts and extroverts, I know we all use this language, but a lot of people think that introvert means shy and extrovert means outgoing. And that's really not at all true. The easiest way to understand the concept is that an introvert is someone who gets energy, who gets re like their battery gets charged by being alone and an extrovert's battery gets charged by being with others, right? So as much as I really love people and I love spending time with them and I do need social time on a regular basis, it doesn't give me more energy usually, right? Usually, unless I'm with like maybe a small intimate group of people that I'm very comfortable with or one-on-one. -on -one. Usually what gives me energy is to have a little time to myself, some peace and quiet, maybe a book or a journal. What gives my husband energy is to be engaging with other people, to be talking with other people, to speak in a room of hundreds of people would be even better, right? Like the, the more people, the more engagement, the more connection in his life, the better. So obviously this also relates to whether you're spending too much time together and in a very interesting way, because if you're like my husband and me, you might have different types, which means that it might be too much time for one of you and not too much time for the other, maybe not even enough time for the other. Right. And this goes back to what I was saying before, which is that the extrovert doesn't have to get their social interaction inside the marriage relationship. And in fact, I would strongly encourage the extrovert, if you are an introvert extrovert relationship, I would strongly encourage the extrovert to intentionally create social outlets that you get. My husband has this because of his, the groups that he has for when he's learning, right. And in his work setting, he has lots of places where he gets that social connection that he needs. So it's not always on me, right. This might be hard for the extroverted women out there, because I know that it feels like if he really loves you, he'd want to spend all that time with you. He, why, why would he want to go be by himself if he wants, like you want to connect with him right now? And 
So it's just really helpful to think of it in this paradigm because it really has nothing to do with who it is. When I need to be by myself, it you could be my absolute favorite person in the world. You could be my husband and it doesn't work. I can't recharge if I'm in engagement with another person in the same way, right? And so same with your husband. It's not personal if he needs some space by himself, right? And it's just good to like have that reminder. So because we've worked this out, I'm able to know that we're not spending that time together. And actually this has no effect. This is not a, a rating of how well we're doing as a couple right? Where I'm sure earlier in my relationship or with the newlyweds that I work with, or with people who have this paradigm, like I said, any time that one of you wants that space, wants to go do something with someone else instead of with you, it seems like a ding on the relationship. And I just want to offer you that that is not the case. That is not the case. All right. The next thing I want to, to give you guys is that what do you do if you're the one who needs the space? And I, honestly, whether you're introvert or extrovert, I'll also say that this comes up a lot with moms because as a mom, if you have people needing you all day long and kind of on you and like physically you're feeling a little touched out and then your husband wants to connect, right? So often I'll encourage you to shoot for the connection, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes that's not available for you, right? And what I want you to know is that asking for space can be done in a lot of different ways. So if you need space, whether because you're an introvert or because you just had a really overwhelming day or because whatever is going on for you, you need a little bit of space. You don't have to be mad to ask for it. It doesn't have to be coming from a place of like, oh, I just can't anymore, right? It could be coming from a place of like, this is the absolute best possible thing for me right now is to have some quiet and some space. And I love me and I love you. And I'm going to, and I'm going to ask for that thing that I need. It, it doesn't have to be coming from frustration or, or I think because we feel bad asking for what we need, we think we have to be really upset to ask. And I just want to tell you, you never had to be upset in the first place. We were just all wrong about that. <laughs> okay. So ask for the space as a gift. This is the trick, right? Imagine that your hour to yourself is wrapped up in a bow. How would you ask for that? And one of the ways to, doing it, to do that is to be really sure that you're not assuming that your partner knows what you mean. So even asking for space, he might not know what that means, right? So like, I know for me, if I want to go and be in my room and be by myself, and my husband comes and checks on me every five minutes, I'm restarting the clock every five minutes. I didn't get my space, right? He doesn't know that if I don't explain that to him. Not because he's dense, because I didn't explain it. We have to explain what space means. It's a personal thing. It means different things to different people. So if you need an hour uninterrupted, then you want to make sure that you're not assuming that he knows what you mean by that. So number one is making sure you explain what that means. Don't just say, I need some space. I need some quiet. I need to be by myself. I need a break. What does that look like specifically? And it's so good for you because it's going to force you to articulate what that means. You might not have even figured out what that means yet. And you might try something and it might not even be right. And next time you might be like, okay, let's try again. Last time I thought only 30 minutes was enough. And actually I think I'm going to need an hour or Last time I thought I needed you all to leave the house. And this time I realized I'm the one that needs to leave the house. It's okay to get it wrong, but get in the game and start trying. The other thing that's probably even more important that you make sure that you are communicating clearly is the benefit of the space. 
again, don't assume the other person knows it's different for everyone. Will it give you more energy? Will it give you the ability to connect? Will you get your sense of humor back? Like I know for me, if I need some space, I start hating everyone. I'm like, I honey, I want to love you all again. <laughs> Can I go be in my room for a little while until I love you back? Like love you again? Cause right now I'm just cranky and I don't want to be cranky around the family. That's one version, right? And it's different for everyone. So make sure that you're also explaining the benefit. I get to come back and I get to enjoy my family. Can can you give that to me? Is that possible? So these are really the main things that I wanted to make sure to go over with you guys, right? Which number one is there is no number of hours you need to log. There's no way that it looks if you're in a healthy relationship. You can be in a healthy relationship and spend tons of time together. You could be in a healthy relationship and spend very little time together, right? It comes down primarily to your thoughts about it. And why? Because your thoughts are going to dictate how you show up. So if you have really strong, real thoughts, you're not just tricking yourself, but you have real thoughts about your value, your husband's value and the value of your marriage, you're not going to be phoning it in and just thinking thoughts and never actually showing up in your marriage. That's just not how it works if you're truly thinking the thoughts. But you get to look however you want, okay? You don't have to log more hours to be a healthy couple. You might be an introvert or an extrovert, and it's worth thinking about it, figuring it out, maybe even taking an online quiz to see. Talk to your husband about that. Make sure you guys know each other's types because it's a really, really valuable tool. Also that you can ask for space as a gift. And the way to do that is make sure that you are explicit about what that space looks like and what it's going to give you as a benefit, what he's really giving you when he gives you that space. Because space alone is not exciting. All right. And again, and there's like a final thing, which is that if you're the one who needs some more connection, know that the connection you need might not be with him. If you're craving connection, ask yourself if maybe there's some more friendships that you need in your life, or there's more social networking that you need in your life, because it's a huge gift to your relationship to have friends outside of your relationship. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. I'll see you back here next week. I'm really excited. Actually, I'll be sharing with you. I'm about to record it right now, but you won't hear it till next week all about eating, yelling, and other stress-based impulses, which is actually going to be our topic in November. So you guys are going to want to be in the program by November. I don't know what some of y'all are doing out there, not joining us. You think you have to listen to all the episodes or something before you can join. That's not how you get this going. Come on, get in the program. You need to join our community. You need to start learning this. The way I teach it inside the membership is like nothing you have here on the podcast. It is so much more implementable. I don't know if that's a word, but you get to use this material immediately. So go to kayla11.com forward slash coaching and you can sign up literally right now. You don't have to wait. We close that monthly thing. And um, you're going to get some amazing material and you'll be in there for November when we're going to be talking about eating, yelling, and other stress-based impulses, which are kind of a problem for most of us sometimes. So let's get that worked out. All right. You guys are amazing. See you back here soon. Bye. Hey there, Kayla here. If you've been enjoying the podcast, I want to invite you into my monthly coaching membership, How to Glow. We take all the work here. We focus on our marriages. We go much, much deeper into our expectations of our husbands, understanding our husbands, our intimate lives, everything that we don't discuss here on the podcast. And we even extend it out to anything else you want coaching on, your parenting, your finances, your health. Get ongoing support, live coaching, and access to my best courses for only $39 a month. I would love to have you join us. Sign up at kayla11.com forward slash coaching. 
isn't this the best time to start? 